a spirit is nothing more than a person without a body. So they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friends, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around, but you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries. That's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. You see, redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought I was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought I was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the house that Pentecost built. The house party Wednesday night with your boy Blue and DJ No Flow. No Flow's in the house, y'all. How you feeling? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? I'm feeling it, bro. I am absolutely feeling it. Oh, and man. I'm excited today because we got a good show coming up. And I tell you, I tell you what, we got some interesting things that we got to talk about. Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? What you gonna do? We're gonna start this thing. Like the old WWE used to start. Are y'all ready for something? Check this out, y'all. Oh my god! I had to, I had to go there. I had to go there. Come on. Uh, 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 you you're not feeling this. I don't understand. You're a WWE fan and you're not feeling this. Uh, I'm a fan. I need to hear my acknowledge me there, please. Okay. Oh, so now you want the acknowledge me. I, I got to hear the acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. 
There you go. All right, now. Oh, my goodness, man. Guys, I hope you are ready for two hours of nonstop house party tonight or today, wherever you may be worldwide. Giving love to England. England. Much love to England. How about some Germany? We got Germany? We got Germany. We got Germany going on. Okay. How about Canada? Uh, Canada. Canada, you out there? Canada out there. Ah. And a wonderful United States, Las Vegas, and surrounding states. And, and you know, you know who else we got to give a shout out to? Who else we got to give a shout out? Oh, we got to give a shout out to Henry. 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 If you're out there listening, I know you're a faithful listener to the house party. If you are, man, thank you so much. You and your family, a blessing. Definitely, I uh, shout out much love. And, and hey, guys. Definitely give us a call. Be a part of this show. Do not hesitate. We're an open forum. Go ahead. 833-586-6218. 833-586-6218. Give us a call. We want to hear your opinion. Just to say hi. Let us know you're listening. It doesn't matter what you are calling about, even if it's about our baseline, our perspective. Even if you want to talk some WWE, give us a call. Do it. I still say Sami Zayn got robbed. Oh my goodness. Hey, all right. Okay. This, guy, this guy can't get over that. Uh, all right. All right. Hey, you this, opened this, the door. I didn't uh, open the door. Uh, uh, you're, you're right. I did. I, I opened the door now. I, okay. You opened <laughs> the door. All right. That's what happens. Hey, well, listen, you know what? We got to, uh, before I forget, I also got to go ahead and give a shout out to Henry's son, Elijah. Absolutely. If he's listening there. Henry's wife, Lillian. And Logan and all of the family there, JoJo included too. So all of you guys, I'll give a shout out to you. I love you all. You guys rock. You are awesome. Not, and not to believe uh, anyone out there, because I know we show a lot of love to our, 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 the ones we know who listen. But if you listen to us every week, whether it's live on Wednesdays, whether it's re-aired on Friday or Monday, if you listen to us faithfully, we want to shout you out too. We don't. We, this isn't just because you know we know of certain people. If you're out there listening to us, let us know. Yeah, you got to contact us. We got to know who you are so we, we can give you a you shout out. out. We will give you a shout out there, definitely. We'll Absolutely. We'll shout you out if you're on Twitter. If you follow, you, you don't want to speak. You just want to put out perspective. Hit us up on Twitter. U M O L V twenty three. I'm following that throughout the show. You put something up there, I will definitely respond to it. We will definitely address it. And also, too, hey, you know what? We got to do the most important acknowledgement. Acknowledge it. All right. Are you ready to go? All right. Oh, go. Let's do it. Here goes. All right. Now, everybody out there in the, that's listening within this, within the sound of our voice right now, no matter where you're at, you're going to declare this over your situation. You're going to declare this every day. This is something that you got to get up and do every day, just like you breathe, just like you brush your teeth, take a shower, all those other good things there. This is what you need to declare every day over yourself and over your life and over everything about you there. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we going to do this? Everyone together now. You got to let's, you have, you gotta let's, uh, let's get ready to rumble. You got that? Yep, let's do all that. Right, here it goes. One second. Give, give me a second. Keep going. We got to do this, okay? okay ready? We're getting ready here. Are we ready to rumble? Here right. it goes. Let's declare it, baby. On the count of three. One, two, three. Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. And that is the thing that you need to proclaim every day. Do you know what you speak of yourself every day? 
is what's going to come back to you, get sewed into you. Sew some self, sew something into your life today. All right. Sew something into you. Sew, sew positivity. Sew God's word into your life today so that you can reap God's word uh, all, uh, later on. Speak over yourself. All right. Say something good about yourself. Stand in front of the mirror. Say that you're a, that you're a champion through Jesus, that you are who he called you to be. Confess that over yourself every day. And guess what? What you say will come to pass. What is that? What, 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 what is that one? I've never... That's our you intro, You want me bro. to rap it? That's our intro, bro. I can't, I can't rap that. You're going to have to rap that. I can't freestyle. You can do a freestyle. Okay, all right. I'm going to try this here. Come on. Give, give, give me something. Oh. <laughs> Listen up, boys and girls all over the world. Because I don't know how to say another thing after that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I see. I put, I put him on a spot, baby. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness, man. I'm I told at, you. The only thing I could rap is a Christmas present. Yeah, well, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen you do that actually uh, effectively yet. You, you haven't, and you never will. Oh, so you... <laughs> And you, ne- you never will. Oh I, I'm going to tell guy. you that right now. So, hey, listen, if you got a rap that you want to share, a rap about the Lord, or uh, you want to talk, uh, you want to you rap for him, get on the air. Daniel will go ahead and hook, hook, that, hook you up with that beat right okay. there. You done messed up already. What? Oh! Already messed up. What do you not call your boy Blue? I'm not even going to say it. Daniel. Well, I'm not supposed to call you it, so then I'm not going to say anything there. I'm not going to call you Daniel. Blue! It's like your no flow. <laughs> Every week we go down this road. You know, it's like it's, it's, it's almost like it's repetitive. <laughs> Wait, can you say that faster again? You're my blue. No, the word repetitive. Repetitive. Ah, oh, man, I wanted you to mess that up so repetitive. bad. Repetitive. You can't get me to do it. I'm going to get you to do it today. You think so. I, I am. Why, why, you know what? You hold on to that hope for a while, for, for two hours. Let's see how it happens. I'm gonna, you want to know what? I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen because I'm going to make sure, okay? Oh, this guy. All right. Hey, you know what? We got to do one thing. We got to pray. Uh, we yeah. got to pray over oh, yeah. our baseline. I, I do. There's two announcements I want to make. Our new uh, January 2023 Artist of the Month, I just found out today, is none other Drum roll. Yes. Jordan Sparks, No Air, featuring Chris Brown. Number one song all month last month. All right. Absolutely. No clue. No, nothing about that. See? Look, I know Jordan Sparks. I mean, he's an inspirational singer. What do you want? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good. That's awesome. Awesome to hear. I see no motivation in this guy. What are you talking about? I don't listen to Jordan Sparks. What? (laughs) I don't listen to her. You, you You need to open up your horizons. Listen, it's not bad stuff. It's good that we play it. I didn't say a word about it there. I just what? said that I don't listen to her. <laughs> you know, you know what I want to do. What I want to do. What are you, you going to do? Oh, wow, this guy that doesn't get no acknowledgements. Uh, no, no, what now? No acknowledgements for you. No acknowledgements? No, not right now. No, oh, hit that hit that Jeopardy button there. Acknowledge me. What, what is it? Oh, 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 acknowledge this me. Guy. I thought you said, a, I thought you this were trying guy. to say acknowledge Hey, guys, I'm telling you right now, we are already starting off great. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Right, oh, okay. Okay. okay, so, so let's pray over the word, over right. the baseline. All right, let's pray over this word. So, 
those of you out there listening to us, open up your heart, open up your minds, open up your ears, your eyes, and everything else, okay? Because when we speak this word, let it go inside of you, let it get inside of you, do what it needs to do inside of you there, produce those things that God wants you to have inside of you there. Hallelujah. Time for you to do that. Time for you to let it happen. When you open up the word of God to you, just remember that's God's mouth speaking to you directly. That's his word coming to you. God's, that, ma- God's mouth to your to your ears. God's mouth to your ears. That's your Bible right there. That's your word right there. Open it up. Receive it. And say, Lord, I pray over this word right now yes, Father. to come into my life and do what it needs to do. So we open ourselves up, Jesus, to your word, speaking your word into our lives, into our hearts, into our minds, and spirit, soul, and body, so that it will do what it needs to do inside of us. Jesus. We believe that and we receive that right now and we speak that over our lives in jesus name in jesus name now so, i got a present i got a gift for you go for it look at the paper what's on uh, that paper uh this amp- the, the amplified bible version no what else look the next line down be- up top above notes oh you did oh i was thinking about oh this. you did you put the king james version on there you can thank me later Oh, no, I'll thank you right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you so I, much. I figured okay. that I would actually do you a solid. I didn't see that until you pointed it oh, out. My, see, this guy, I'm telling you, you, you really, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what else I can do. <laughs> well, you can stick to the amplified there. We got the King James on there. Okay, so okay. Uh, well, another thing I want to announce before I go any further. I don't know why I didn't announce this at the beginning. Maybe because we just going, and I don't. I didn't think. I didn't have it first thing on mind. But there's a special day coming tomorrow. Special Ooh, day. And, tomorrow. and what special day is that? Special day coming tomorrow. So who's who's, who's who who and what? What's so special about tomorrow? There. Someone's birthday is tomorrow. And whose birthday is tomorrow? Ooh, seal. My wife, I I refer to her as Mrs. Blue. Mrs. Blue, to you. Happy birthday to you, Mrs. Blue. Happy birthday, dear Blue. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Rock it out. Woo-hoo. Absolutely. So her birthday is tomorrow. So I want to special shout out to my wife. Lucille, happy, yeah. ber- happy birthday, baby! I know we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're both we're gonna have a good day tomorrow. Um, you what, know. Oh, where are you taking her tomorrow? I, that, that's that's top secret information. <laughs> I don't want anybody staking us out. In other words, he hasn't figured that out yet. Okay, oh, and he's oh. trying to buy some time. This guy All right, right. Oh, here, he, yes, he threw yes. me under the bus like he has some bus to even throw. <laughs> you're, you're right. I don't have a bus to throw anybody under. Okay, That's, you're, you're right. Okay. If so I, later on, I might be able to, <laughs> I might be able to get her on later on. Um, but right now, I just want to make sure I mention that happy birthday. Happy birthday, dear Sally. You are awesome. And by the way, she is one of the best cooks too. I'll tell you that much. Okay. She is the best cook. She can cook up a storm. Absolutely. Second but, to none. Only one second to her is my mother. Because mama cooking hit like no other cooking. And anybody out there who wants to challenge that too, mama cooking ain't like nobody cooking. But my wife's cooking, that is Kobe beef best. Oh, absolutely. She is. And I tell you what, we we appreciate her so much. Happy birthday, Sally there. 
you know what? I'm, I'm not going to ask how old you are because you never ask a woman how old they are. Okay. There's one thing you have said right about women since I've known you. <laughs> Was that the only thing I've ever said right about them? About oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy. Oh I'm my gosh. What, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do? Which one is it? Which one are you going to hit there? All right. I'm trying. I'm trying to throw an uh, amen at him, but he hasn't gave me an amen moment yet. All right, I'm gonna give you an amen moment right now. Okay. So right, here goes our, our baseline today. Uh, you stole my thunder. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You stole my thunder, man. I, I was even, gonna say that. I didn't even say the scripture yet. Well. It, it, okay. Go ahead. Gotta get to it first. Okay. What? All right. So our baseline today is my shield. There you go. Here's an here's amen. My shield. All right, now the scripture to back this up is Psalms chapter 3, verse 3. I'll, 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 I'm just going to have to do it for right now. I'll get over this. I'm going to have to say it in the amplified version first, okay? You, you got the KJV right there. I don't know I'll, why you're you crying. Know what? I'll go ahead and I'll oh, accommodate Dusty, you. I had to put the old Dusty I'll, KJV. I'll accommodate you for the moment, all right? Okay. Okay. KJV. Okay, right. if you guys got to... Let me put it away. If you guys have a perspective on what version of the Bible best fits your taste on your plate, give us a call. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what version meets your needs. 833-586-6218. I love the debate that. I love the perspective on that one. I want to hear it too. Okay. Right. So okay. okay, so here it goes. All right. So Psalms 3-3, but you, O Lord, are a shield to me, my glory and my honor, and the one who lifts my head. Woo! Get that one right. Now, Psalms chapter 3, verse 3 in the King James Version. <laughs> Dusty. Well, Jack got your tongue over there? Yeah, a little dust. Man, the you got a little bit of little dust, a little in, the book in, yeah, in, dust little... in the book. I was, I was having a hard time. You okay? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. Go. I'm, I got to get over the dust. You good? <laughs> all right. Okay. Ahead. I'm a little worried about you over there. You doing all right? Okay. I'm good. Go ahead. All right. Here goes. <laughs> Psalms 3.3. But thou, O Lord, are a shield about me. Uh-oh. Wait. But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. What do you not call thou, o Lord, thou shield for me? <laughs> thou, O Lord, are a shield about me. <laughs> about me. Where is the A, the B, the T, the U, and the T at? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness, guy. <laughs> Don't worry, your time's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it goes. The funny thing about it, though, is, okay, so you look at the Amplified, look at the KJV. And they both say four in big letters. <laughs> I didn't have my glasses on. Okay? <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> All right, here it goes. Right. All right, let me start over again. Psalms chapter yeah. 3, verse 3. Wait a minute. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 let's, what, what are you doing now? He's going to... We're going to... Rewind it back. We're going to rewind it back. All right. Okay. Psalms chapter 3, verse 3. KJV. Hey, that rhymes. Psalms chapter 3, verse 3. KJV. I want to get a rap behind that. Let me hear you do that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I just call. I just put you on the, on the carpet there. It, it, come on. You got to try to do something, right? Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Hit it. Psalms 3, 3. The KJV. 
But that old, old heart. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Woo, come on, yeah. Let's do it. Are a shield about me. I said it again, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I said it about. about. All right, here goes. I am this. Oh my God. Psalms 3-3, KJV. What do you uh, not say? I had a flow going there, Shield man. For me, you interrupt about me. Come on, man. <laughs> for me, okay? I had boom, to, boom. You know what? I lost my flow now. Yeah, okay, well, okay. You, okay, you, okay uh, right. You're going to put it back in? All right, okay. Psalms 3-3, the KJV. But thou, O Lord... Are a shield about me. No! Ah, uh, no! <laughs> I did it again! That's it. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it says it right there. <laughs> Twice. Ah, you, know, you know, and I would, honest, uh. I would honestly get this if it was said in the KJV like that. Because he'd be coming to get me. But it says it in both versions. All right. Well, so where where are you getting the about from? Let me know. I, I, you know what? It's just a mental block in my head right now. That's what it is. It's is the rapping getting to you? You know what? That's probably it. But let's get, let's get through the rap part here. Let's go. All right. So, all right. Here goes. Ready? Psalms three three KJV. But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory. And the lifter up of my head. I said my head. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Homies hear what I'm saying. Oh, dear Lord. So. Get with it. Move on. The show. Did the show. And he messed it up three times in plain English. I don't, oh. I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't help you there. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Okay. So. Okay. All right. So we got both versions. We slaughtered the heck out of all both versions. Uh, what? You slaughtered it, man. It's all under the blood. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's under the blood, man. Unless okay. that's his excuse. You okay. Can't use that on me now. All right. So, <coughs> the notes here say this. <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat. Okay. We obviously know the baseline is my shield. Verse Psalms 3 3. Notes David is fleeing from a massive army sent by his own son, Abbasom. <laughs> I messed that up. I messed that up. Hit that button. Hit that button. How do you not say Absalom? Absalom? Is how you say that? Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know how to say that. I mean, you don't say it the way, what, whatever you said. What did you say? Absalom. Absalom. Absalom? Absalom. Absalom? Yeah, something like, like that. Like, like, have a song? Something like that, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jeez, I mean, okay, so. Okay. It is only through the influence of an ally that this army did not rush on him in a vulnerable moment. 2 Samuel 17, 15 through 16. Prior verses indicated that many were writing David's solution off as hopeless. Psalms 3, 1 through 2. And yet, as he had in the past, David successfully overcame his enemies, threats and taunts by trusting in the Lord. Man, that's powerful stuff right there. So here it is. What they, what, what what does that what, what what does that paragraph right there show us about my shield? That is a, a shield for me, and that the Lord surrounds me no matter what's going on around around every one of us here. 
in our lives when we learn to trust the Lord, we've got to learn to let him handle the situation there. David was in a pretty rough spot. David was being hunted down uh, by his own son. Did, did, you, did you hear that? By own his son. Own, own son. son. His own son there decided to go ahead and raise his head up and try to fight against David and claim the kingdom that David had been given uh, had been given by God. Own son. So his son came against the anointed God, who God anointed to be king there. And this was no this was no game. This was no joke. His life was really in danger. He actually had to flee to get to, to get away. He had to flee the city to get out of uh, Absalom's murderous rage. And so David was in a tough spot there, but David wrote this and said, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and my honor, and the one who lifts my head. Think about this for a moment. What David wrote, very simply, was David had probably the mightiest army in the world at that time there. Probably had that, and had he, and he could call upon any one of his uh, uh, any one of his men to come to his rescue there. But you know what he did? He learned not to trust in the weapons. He learned not to trust in the what he physically had. He learned to rely on his relationship with the Lord, and that's what pulled him through. You know what David felt like? Oh, Stone Cold. <laughs> You're going to bring... You said you were going to put that in there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's how David felt against all odds. That's how David felt against all odds there when when the Lord was his shield and, and, his, uh, and also to his comforter there. Same thing with no matter what. Again, as we've specified this before, no matter what you are facing there, Jesus, when you put him as your, when you trust in him, he becomes your shield. He becomes your stronghold. The Lord is my stronghold. What is a stronghold? It's a place of, for, it's a fortress there that is immovable. And, and that's what, where we need to get ourselves into there every time, uh, every, every day we get up, we say, guess what, Jesus? I'm going to go ahead and serve you there with all my heart, and I'm going to trust you for everything that we're, that we're uh, that's going on there, and you will pull me through. So what does the rest say there? The rest says, do you want to, you want to read that, or do you want me to read it for you? <coughs> Excuse me. I'll read it. <coughs> okay. Okay. He addresses the Lord as a shield around him, his glory, and the lifter of his head. Woo. He addresses him that way pretty crazy just as a shield protects a warrior from swords arrows darts and spears okay so we're dealing with a shield okay obviously it's not a physical actual shield it's a shield of faith it's that shield that you know God's gonna have you no matter what comes your way okay so David envisions the Lord protecting him from his enemies exactly what I'm talking about he envisions it all right this is the same confidence David expressed as a youth when he confronted Goliath. Woo! Big time deal right there. Big Goliath, little David. At that time, he called out to Goliath, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin. 
I was hoping you'd mess up on that one. I was getting ready to. Uh-huh. I see you stopped there and hesitated a little bit. Yep, I, I had to think about that one for a second. Go ahead, your time's coming. Okay, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. So my point of it is, is this, is that David made it known that Goliath came of all this artillery, he just came with the Lord. Now, I want you to point something out. I want to, well, actually, I'll, I'll point it out here. All right, listen to this. Did you know that when David faced Goliath, you know what he relied upon? When, you know what he went back to? He went back to the fact that there was a time in his life where God had watched over him and protected him while he was shepherd out on the field there. He actually fought a lion and a bear and he killed a lion and a bear. Now, when, when God anointed David there to be the shepherd there on that spot there, he was able to go ahead and do that. But did you know that that lion and a bear fight that he was in was just a warm up for the fight that he was really gonna get in? So, God, oh, was, yeah. God was preparing him. He's preparing him to play the. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. You know okay, it, what, what really boggles my mind here. Okay, this is what boggles my mind about you, No Flow. No Flow. You are like the biggest <laughs> wrestling fan I know outside my stepdad. And I'm playing these things, making things happen. You're looking at me like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? You're like, really? It's time to play the game. Man, okay. you would think that he, if I play themes that the choreograph with the actual meaning, he'd be like, yeah! Okay, you know what you need to, you know what you got to do? What? All right, you got to get Eye of the Tiger on here. That's what you want? You don't want wrestling? You want Eye of the Tiger? Uh, let's, let's do some Eye of the Tiger. Throw it in there. <laughs> you ready? Okay, we can do this here. All right, so here goes, all right? So, David had been preparing for this all his life. And the battles that he had from the moment that he was born up until that moment that he was facing Goliath was for the sole purpose of preparing him for Goliath. So, these little trials that you're going through in your life there, these little situations that you're facing there, they are nothing but just stepping stones to bring victory to you. What, what kind of, hold on, what kind of version is that? Wait! No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, uh, no, I, that's, what, are you serious, are you serious, okay, I, okay, oh, I no, love no, it. no, 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 I, no, that is not the version that, we need the classic back, okay, you, what, oh, come on, no, 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 that, you gotta, listen, you gotta do the, you gotta do the original one. The original, the Eye of the Tiger, one of the best. Listen, every time I listen to that song. Okay, okay. Uh, are, we, are we ready? All right, here goes. And it prepared him for the fight of his life. That's right. It was David versus Goliath. 
Then that corner over here, David. A shepherd boy. What? That's right, a shepherd boy. In corner number one, David from Israel. In corner number two, a big galoop named the Philistine Goliath from Philistia. For the match of the century. Now, Goliath, he's weighing about nine feet, what, he's nine feet tall, somewhere like that, okay? And he's got all the goods, he's got all the armor, he's got all of the strength that you can imagine. And over here in this corner, we've got David. He's got five stones. Let's bring it on right now. So David comes to him. Wait, wait, you gotta keep it on the background there. Okay. All right, you got it ready. And he says, guess what? I've got... That's right. Of our rival. And the last no survivor. Stucks his prey in the night. You gotta have the eye of the tiger, man. You gotta know who your shield is. You gotta know who's fighting for you. Get in that ring, man. Fight it out. Duke it out. Go full blast all the way until you get the victory. Now listen, they're gonna come up to you and they're gonna tell you that you can't win this fight because look at you, you just got five stones. And look at me, I got all this, that, all this weaponry right here. But this is what David said. He said, you come to me with the sword and with the spear and with the javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Now this day, the Lord will provide you into my hand, for the battle is the Lord's. I love this song. I can tell. Keep it up. <laughs> Duking it out for the Lord Jesus. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand this day. That is the message of this. You've been fighting, you've been prepared, training for this all your life. You've been in the exercise of life. Every little trial that you've gone through is to get you to that bigger victory where you will be able to take off Goliath's head and put him to rest forever. And did you know something? David's brothers finished up the job later on. Yeah. His man finished the job later on. They killed all the Goliath's brothers too. You got this. You got the eye of the tiger. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. There you That's go. That's what it is. See that, see, that was highly appropriate because we're talking about <clears throat> David referring to his protection, his shield as being the Lord in his faith. Goliath using man-made and other weapons 
like I have this under control. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you, but David's like, nah, I got the Lord. You know, it all comes down to that in the end of the day. So, so when we when we are again, we're faced with those situations. There, we've got to go ahead and just trust Jesus and say He's gonna do it. We may not have the means, we may not have the way, we may not have a lot of things that what other people would think that we need to be successful there. But if you've got the Lord, that's all that matters. There. That's all that matters in the end. And you know, yes, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you shouldn't prepare yourself. We prepared ourselves. We're not dumb either. God will lead you to do, to, to, to protect yourself and to protect your family and, and to do things. I'm going to tell you right now, I was, I mean, about a year and a half ago, couldn't stand to put my hand on a gun. Couldn't stand it. Wasn't my thing. Couldn't handle it. And what happened? Took, took 40, 40 plus years. And what happened, long story short, at work, the job I used to have before the one I have now, put me in a scenario with a gun. And I didn't know how to handle it. And it freaked me out. And I felt stupid. And my boss at that time says, you don't know how to handle it? You don't know how to save it? I'm like, no, I don't. And they took me downstairs into the office and they showed me how to do that. And I was so fearful that I, would, it, I wouldn't allow myself to learn until that point, until that moment when they were there showing me, boom, 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 showing me. Uh, excuse me. Um, so once that was done and they showed me, me and my wife had a talk. We decided that, you know, that's something that I should pursue. Because obviously the support of my wife is extremely important. Got to have her support. Just like, you know, vice versa. I got her support. And uh, went down and uh, purchased my first firearm. And asked the range I was at. What they would show, show me how to use it and teach me. So I scheduled a class, went in, did the class. And man, now, whoo. Man, I love it. I love going in and doing range work. I love that everything about it. I love knowing that that I have something that can protect me and my family. And that's what it's for. Yeah, absolutely. That's... You know, but I mean, I didn't want I didn't want the classic. I want to get it and put it in my closet for a rainy day, for a bad day. Only use it once when something somebody's trying to get it. I didn't want that. I wanted to actually use it. I wanted to actually be a part of it. So, you know, I got a membership at the, at the range I go to, and I, uh, you know, I frequent it. I'm pretty consistent. Um, and they know me, and, you know, we're you know we're good. And I enjoy it. It's like, it's like going to the gym for me. I have a certain routine I do. I have a certain thing. They, they know my, my routine, and they, they, they work with me. Um, but that's, that's me. On my terms. Now, people who believe in God or have faith, who are religious or whatever the case is, they say, "I don't, you know, I don't agree with having a firearm." Well, that's their option. That you know, <laughs> there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing yeah. in the Word of God that says you cannot protect yourself. And absolutely, and, you, and I mean, and honestly, obviously, if you're going to go back to those times when Jesus walked the earth and so forth, there was no firearms at that time. The only firearm was a firearm was was a wrist rocket, slingshot. And Jesus also told his disciples to go buy a sword, all right, which the sword is the equivalent of a gun. 
Right. The sword then was the equivalent of the gun today there. And so... Now, and only the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. And that's why the Bible isn't always so literal. You got to understand times and place. So if you think that because Jesus told his disciples to go get a sword, you should go out and go be, get me, me the evil. No, that is not what that means. If you choose to collect swords, that's your business. Fantastic. But what that means, the Holy Spirit revealed to you, what that means is that you need to protect, protect yourself. Don't, don't be without protection. However it is, if you're a firearms person, you bow and arrow person, pepper spray person, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I personally uh, have uh, have weapons. I have uh, I have weapons uh, um, to protect myself. And no, not of mass destruction. No, not oh, of actually, mass well, destruction. Actually, one maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which one? What? The one that, the, the one you can see me on YouTube. Oh, the AR, the AR-15. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, bro. that was a that's a beaut, man. I gotta take. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta going out I, again. I gotta, you know, you gotta come to the range with me. I, you know what? I'm gonna have to do it sometime in the next couple of weeks. There, where seriously, I I want to go ahead. I want to uh, I want to practice it more. I got an AR-15 at all. Yeah, he does. If you go on my YouTube, Blue Life, spell for eight L U L I F E, Blue Life, or your boy Blue, okay. you, you can see the video of me uh, put, putting ten rounds in. Is it ten rounds? I think it was ten rounds. I think it was 10 rounds. 10, yeah. 10 rounds. The first, yeah. time I've, the first time I've ever shot an AR-15. And by the way, uh, when I said my baby, just clarify again. He can't get over that. Uh, he... When I said my baby, I was not referring to you, okay? <laughs> I'm not flattering myself. Are you flattering yourself? I'm not flattering myself. No, what, what happened was one person that seen the video heard him say, that's my baby right there. And he made a small, a slight comment saying, are you talking about you, huh? <laughs> one person. Boy, you, you never forget, do you? <laughs> no, I never, never would forget that. Too. Let me let me explain something to you, okay? Let me explain something to you, okay? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, explain. Uh, okay. If you are a Bible believing, Holy Spirit rolling, faith walking believer in the Holy Spirit, which comes with Jesus and God, that's not even a question. Okay, that's not even a question. We don't have to wonder if you are. There's no question to that. Okay, there's no going on. Okay, you should have that on video. Yeah. Okay, what you just what you just did? Uh, I, okay. I, did I did the old. Uh, I had to check my wrist. Oh man, you okay. know. But my point Got is, it. is that you know, like like for Noflo. Okay, Noflo's been following the Lord for a very long time. He 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 was knocking stones together to make fire and putting wood together to make the flame. Okay, he was been around for a long time. Yes, don't look at me like that. You know you're walking with Moses. Yes, I was with Moses there when he was uh, when he was getting the Ten Commandments. Yeah, no, okay. So okay. he's been walking with the Lord a long time. Okay, people that have dedicated their entire life to the Lord in whatever way you've done, whether it's you know through, a fa through your family, through your own, your walk, you've been through things, whatever. That does if the person if the person decides to, to dedicate their entire life to the Lord, do not think the person is sideways, unless he shows it to you. Okay, there's a lot of people I know who walk with the Lord, dedicate their entire existence, and because they choose not to partake in certain things, they're judged regarding that. I don't judge you. That's your business. As long as your fruits of your labor and your witness is good, we're, we're rock and rolling. It has no bearing. 
But people get judgmental, like, oh, well, you know, he never goes out and goes out to anybody. He never, you know, has a soda pop, you know. He never does this. He never says that. They start judging people thinking they know something about somebody. You know, I want to I want to tell you something that happened to me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. All right, and it uh, and it just kind of reminds me about about the way that the Lord does things, and it's very simple. We've got to let God work on people's hearts and lives. Okay, we are not the Holy Spirit. We can go ahead, we can present the word, we can give the word to people there, but we're not the Holy Spirit, and it's not our job to go ahead and try to uh, to to convict anybody into doing things we're not doing things. Our, our job is to present the, is to present the gospel, present God's word, and say this is what God's word is. Now you have to deal with it there. Now you are over. You're you're on the other side. You're drinking a, a can of Pepsi. Let me let me use that Pepsi as an example. Okay. Many years ago, all right, back about 30 years ago, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, "I don't want you to drink coffee anymore." Coffee? Right. Coffee. Oh my goodness. Okay, I haven't had coffee in 30 years. Now I understand that you haven't had coffee in 30 minutes, but okay, but that's okay. I haven't had coffee in 30 years. But does that make it wrong though? No, not at all. That was a conviction of mine that the Lord put on my heart to do. Now, But see what somebody can say though, I'm breaking you in because I know this is a topic. Someone can say, well, because you don't drink coffee or you don't drink soda pop, that it's sinful and no one else should be doing it because it's sinful. It's bad for you. That's a load of nonsense. I have a personal relationship with Jesus. I don't have a cookie cutter relationship with him. But see, that's, I, a, that, that's what we're, I'm trying. And if you have a, if you want to jump in on this conversation, you're more than welcome to 833-586-6218. Give us a call. Let's talk about this. There's too much blanket statement. Okay. You are in control of your life. And he controls you to a certain degree with your permission because we all have to have a free will to do it. Okay? <laughs> Excuse me. So if and this is what used to be back in the back in the 90s, this this really deterred me, okay? If you seen a person that believes in God having a drink, what would you think? I wouldn't agree with it. Okay, I'm not saying agree. Right. Think. I would, I would to be, I will be, I would question his judgment on that. Why? Because that's something that I don't, uh, that I don't believe is correct. Okay. This is, this is where I'm, this is, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. So because you don't think it's correct and culture says don't stir up with spirits that are not godly. That's what it says. And a person you know who believes in God or walks in the faith that is at the bar having a drink, you are going. Are you you're going to approach that person? I wouldn't approach that person, but if the but person, you're gonna, but you're going to have a judgment on that. I would have a. I would have a. I would have a conviction of that there, where I would say that I don't think that that person should be doing it. Is but, that, but is that your responsibility? My my responsibility is to go ahead and present. Let me let me explain. Okay. My 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 responsibility is to go ahead and present God's word. There's certain things that it that I that I don't think that a that that there's any leeway in. Let me give you an example. Okay. If a person is looking at pornography, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should that be something that I should just say? Well, oh, that's my in my opinion. There, they shouldn't be looking at it there. Or 
should I be presenting God's word and saying, listen, you got to abstain from, you can't do that. You can't look at pornography. Okay, now but so, it has to be presented in a certain way because how did you find out that person is watching adult content? I'm, I'm, that's just as, a, as an example. What I'm saying though, if, if you approach it, how are you approaching it? Do you catch someone watching it on their personal device? Did you have them walk out of an adult store? Did you see them walk out of a, of a, a girly bar? What did you see that led you to know that person is involved with that type of material? Uh, if it was something that was obvious, obvious, then, then most people, most people who were caught up in that, are very secretive. Unless you know how to get into their devices, or if you catch them red-handed, they're not going right. to tell you. Hey, guess what? Do you know who so and so is? Do you watch that one so and so video? They're not going to talk to you about it. Guarantee you. Right. So that means in order for you to know it, you had to witness them partaking in it, like at the bar drinking, in the, in the corner smoking. Or something. So let's just say if the person went ahead and confessed it to me and said, yes, I look at pornography. Okay, now okay. Now, now, how do you approach that with, in a godly way, not a religious way? I would say I would present to him God's word, which clearly says that is not something that you should be doing. Okay, now what if that person knows God's word? Then that makes it even more dangerous for that. Okay, but how would you approach it though? I would approach it. I would say, listen, you you know, what are you doing looking? There's the only are we, way. Are we, are we going to question it? What are you doing looking at it? Is that the right approach to talk to somebody who is confessing to you that they have a problem or a snag up or a sinful mind to that? What I questioning it? Is that the right approach? Well, it depends upon how they approach me. If they if so, if they approach with a repentant heart, then of course, hey, I'm not going to go ahead and sit there. And, and make them feel even even worse mm -hmm. because we've all gone ahead and struggled with certain things right. in our life there and so when it comes to that then there's not there's there's no judgment from me on my end over here but if a person comes up to me and says yes I watch pornography and I don't have a problem with it that's going to be a different story okay, but, point, but, but how do you but how do you approach it without okay because there, how do you approach it without going without Without, 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 without offending the person. Well, offending person, yes, yeah, that, that's the common word for it. But I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that there's a different approach to this, a godly approach that has nothing to do with with uh, a religious answer. Okay, when you ask somebody, "What are you doing doing that?" That's a religious answer. It's a question to an answer. Okay, I know if I am partaking in anything that's not godly, you know me. You know that I'm a, I, I know, I know the word. You know that I, I'm active, okay? And if I'm caught up doing something, I tell you, hey, no flow, guess what? I got a real problem with drinking. I, you know, I can't stop tipping the sauce. Are you gonna tell me, well, Blue, what do you do doing that? Absolutely not. Exactly. What are you gonna do, what are you gonna do? I would say, well, you know what? We need, let's just pray for you right exactly. now. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm alluding to right now. But now, if you came up to me and you said, if you came up to me and said, hey, I'm having a drink and it doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't matter what you think, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, that's so, when that's when it comes time to go ahead and say, okay, we need to go ahead and have a talk because we need to go ahead and and we need to, I, I need to go ahead and show you 
what God's word says about it. And whatever you do with it afterwards, that's fine. But but see, someone who knows God, and you do that, let's say, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a drink. Now, okay, let's get in the word. Let's work, let's read together. Okay. So let, let, let's let the Holy Spirit convict you. Not my words, the Holy Spirit do it. And if the Holy Spirit leads you to say something to me that he wants you to tell me and I see something in there, that's fine. Then that's going to work because the Holy Spirit's doing the job, not you. Not your words, the Holy Spirit's words. You see what I'm saying? He's using you or you're the word. One of the two is going to use. Right. But what happens when it's not a believer? When it's not when it's not a believer? Do you, that... do you, do you approach the same type of discernment or do you come all kinds of Stone Cold Steve Austin on them? No. Because they don't have the understanding to to know with, that you are that what you're what you're participating in there can be very harmful. Okay, so now okay, I'm, so, I'm gonna go right back to the same predicament I just I just we went to the first of this little analogy we're talking about. If a believer, Faith Walker, was sitting at a bar having a drink, you don't know if it's alcohol or not, but having a drink, and you walked up, you know that person. How are you gonna approach it? Or are you going to approach it? Are so, you going to say anything? If there was, so if there was something that without without me knowing the situation, okay. If I saw him, if I saw him doing that, I would approach him. But it's going to be in a way where I've got to make sure that I understand what God wants to do in his life. There. Let, let me give you the example of what I was doing about with the with the coffee here. There was a read there. There was a there was a backstory of why I mentioned the, pep, the Pepsi to you here. Okay, okay. And this was it. All right. Yep. Here, here it goes. Yep. All right. So, and it gets back to it. Kind of answers, it's going to answer the question that you have there. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody uh, when when I stopped drinking coffee, people would go ahead. They would get on my case about that. Oh, you don't drink coffee, okay? You know, you don't drink coffee. You don't do this. You don't do that. All right? But I would go ahead and I would drink, and I'll be honest with you there, I drank way too much soda. Now, they would go, they would tell me, hold on a minute. You don't drink coffee, but you drink soda. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Well, because God hasn't convicted me about soda. Mm-hmm. He convicted me about coffee. Now, if he speaks me about soda I'll do that mm-hmm. now here's the thing that went on for a few years number one people came and people what they didn't oppose me there but they said oh he doesn't drink coffee now all right and then they would also come and they would also say to me well you don't drink coffee but you drink soda now here's what happened eventually in 2004 I eventually decided to go ahead and give up soda. I got a job where I was working out in the sun all day. I was driving around in a big hot tin truck there. You know, could have cooked a, put a baked potato in there. Okay, <laughs> right? And I decided, you know what? This is not good for me. I'm not gonna drink sodas anymore. So here's what happened. I gave up soda. But guess what? Now, now I don't drink coffee and I don't drink soda. My conviction about my coffee was one thing. My decision to go ahead and give up soda came afterwards there. But it wasn't done because anybody was was pushing me. I didn't say, oh, these people, they 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 think I'm a, I, they think I'm a hypocrite because I drink, I don't have coffee, but I have soda. 
And I didn't do it for that. I did it because it was something that I realized I had to do. Now, I cannot stand the taste of soda. It, I, do, I you, do, you, do you understand the circle you're going in though? No, there's a point behind what I'm saying it's here. It's a big circle right now, but go ahead. There's a, there's a point of what I'm saying. I eventually came to that conviction there, okay, mm -hmm. on, my, on my own. Now, I cannot drink sodas, and now I don't drink coffee, all right? That was how the Lord progressed me there. Now, it's different if somebody is, if somebody is willing to go ahead and, and, and for instance, if somebody's drinking alcohol, I would come up to them, I would approach them. Of course, I'm going to go ahead and do it in a godly manner. And I'm going to say, hey, you know, what's going on? All right. Let me find out what's going on here. Now, okay. well, if the person, if the person is open to receiving it, of course, then I'm going to go ahead and pray for him. But if the person is not receiving it, then you've got to go ahead and say, all right, you know what? Let's go ahead and open up the word. And whatever that person, and you show them the word, and you say, this is what the word says, and they don't want to receive it after that, guess what the Bible says? Okay? You know what? You've got to let them go, and you've got to let God deal with them. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you've got to go ahead and lower your standards okay. and say that it's acceptable. Okay. Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying. I, but I'm, I'm, I gotta interject a little bit because I think that we have this approach that is a reason why hatred becomes a figment. Because if I am going to a certain location and I see somebody who's a, a, a believer or a faith walker, whatever you wanna call it, and he's at the bar having a drink, I don't know if it's alcohol or not. This is a bottle of beer or something like that, okay? Am I going to convict them on the spot? Absolutely not. Not going to do it. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong situation. Discernment is all over that. I'm going to go up. If I'm going to meet that person, what's up, bro? Cool. Hey, you good? You ready to go? All right, cool. Let's bounce. Cool. Let's do it. We go. There will be a time in that flow of me talking to that person that God will give me to be able to bring it up. You good, right. bro? Of course there's going to be a time. Okay, yeah. but th that's what I'm trying to tell you is that people who are listening to this worldwide, have they have this influence in their head that we're supposed to be so confrontational about sin that convicts us rather than being discerning with the Holy Spirit and picking our places and times right. You see what I'm saying? You're not gonna break a Bible open on a, on a, on a bar on a bar table and, and preach to them. That's just not smart. That's not godly. Okay? And if someone does that, I don't know what to tell you. You're you're a weirdo. There there's okay. the, of course there's times where okay. where Right, now, if, now, if that person, that person being a godly person, is going to receive you at some point, hey Amen. You, you good? You all right? Yeah, I'm cool. All right. They will open up to you as the Holy Spirit allows them to open up to you, and then you can talk about it. Okay. Me, I spent a lot of time in liquor and beer and wine. I know a lot about it. I used to sell it and distribute it. I was really deep in it. There's nothing I don't know about it. Okay. Anything. Okay. It doesn't bother me. I am not addicted to it like that. I used to be. You see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> there are some people who judge me according to my music. There are some people who judge me according to my habits. Okay? We're, I can make a joke about something. People are not going to look at me weird because I'm not prudish. 
I'm not a person that's going to just throw you under the bus because I think you're doing something wrong. I'm gonna do my discernment of the Holy Spirit lead me in the appropriate time to to, to, to talk and address something. Right. Let, let me also just clarify this here that when I'm so when I'm talking about going ahead and saying let's 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 talk to somebody and show them the word. Of course, I'm talking about it being in an appropriate time there in an appropriate manner, not being. Not and, and that's what I said to you. I said to you. So, remember what I said to you. I okay. said if you're walking into a situation and someone's at a bar was a believer sitting there having a drink what would you do so let so let's clarify it there if i was to see it if i was to see that situation there because I, I i thought you were referring to how at that moment there would that be handled there. Exactly. Now, course, I am. I am. well let me clarify this a little bit okay okay, okay. The, um if if that was the situation there of course i'm not going to go ahead and make a scene right there but but when the appropriate, when the time is right, I will sit down and say, "Hey, listen, I, there's something that's bothering me. I got to clarify this. I got to. Uh, I need to find out. Uh, I saw you doing something. I saw you drinking, and I just got to say honest there. I, I don't agree with that. But what is going on in your life there, to that is but causing you? But do you have to say you agree or disagree? Is that, it's, it's, is that, not, it's not necessary. To okay, say so that. if you're talking to somebody, having a chat with somebody, and you right. see them do something that. What, how would you approach that conversation? Now, if you say, oh, I gotta say something, I have something on my heart, I, I don't agree, I see you drinking, I don't agree with that, blah, blah. What, would you say it that way, or would you say, hey bro, you good, everything good? Hey man, hey, anytime you need to talk, we're good, you know, whatever it may be. All right, let me show you how I, I would approach it. Okay. okay. Okay, so here goes, all right. So, if I saw Boy Blue drinking, mm -hmm. now, I would say, I would come up, I would say to him, hey, listen, I gotta talk to you about something. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, uh, and then when you and I, at the appropriate moment, would have that time to go ahead and talk, mm -hmm. I would say, I got to just tell you something there that, you know, and just need to find out a little bit more about it. Uh, I saw you drinking. Mm -hmm. I just want to know. Again, it's it's not necessary for me to say in there, throw in there, I don't agree with it there. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think by the, but you know what, if, you know, a lot of times we just, we, we say things there that are just at the spur of the moment, but right. not meant that, that, to go what, ahead. That's why we're working this out. Not, they're not meant to go ahead and bring judgment upon anybody, but I would sit there and say, I, you know what, I saw you drinking and I got to know. I see you having a drink, is everything good? Right. Are you okay? Yeah, that's right. different. We got to leave out the parts of personal issue. We have to leave that out. That's not us. I'm not. That's not for us to judge. If I, if you, if I happen to see you, God forbid, having a cigarette, is it my pleasure? Hey, champ. No, I don't know what you're going. You, you, you good? I had to see you had a cigarette. I don't agree with having cigarettes, but I mean, are you good? That's. The, I think that I think that would be perfectly fine for somebody. You, have, you have to take out personal conviction out of an equation that you don't know the person's situation. But then let me ask you this. Uh -huh. On everything that we say there, okay, now, for, on, on everything that we say there, there's going to be some sort of personal conviction behind Depending what we're saying. if you're led by the spirit or led by your personal conviction. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're approaching somebody who right. you know, and you're assuming because of your personal conviction, there has to be a problem. Well, let me ask you this. Right or wrong? Let me ask you this, okay. Okay? okay? And and this is 
this is something here that we can that you know uh, a lot of people can go ahead and discuss this. Of course. Okay? It's that's very it's that's opening simple. It up. We there are standards that that we do have. And okay. there, there are standards that we do have. Is now drinking or not drinking a standard? I would say it's a standard. Really? I would. Why? Because because to me there's just certain areas that you don't go into. Okay? And let me just give you this example here. Okay. Now I'm gonna make I wanna clarify this. I know a lot of Christians that do drink. Alright, and to be honest with you, I have myself been condemned because I don't agree with that. Condemned by myself or condemned by them? By them. I will just they condemned you because you wouldn't drink? Wait, let me clarify, not really condemned, but I remembered one time and I'm and I'm not gonna mention any names right now. We don't need to. No, yeah, you you don't know the person anyways, but I was at a I was at a meeting one time, okay. Mm-hmm. I was at a meeting one time where there was there was a communion that was taking place, and they were they actually had wine in there. Now, okay. okay my personal conviction is, and this is my personal conviction, yeah. I will never let wine touch my mouth. I will never let any alcoholic beverage touch my mouth. Period. Okay. Never. Okay. If you want to know how extreme I am on it, I won't even go ahead and have, and you may laugh at this, you may not. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not even going to have any type of candy that has liquor in it. I will not. That is a personal conviction that I have between me and the Lord there. Now, you may say that's extreme, but that's okay. No, because no. that is my conviction that's, that's there. That's you. All right. Yeah. Now, I, so when they passed around this, this, uh, when they passed around this cup, and I knew that it had wine in it there, I chose not to participate in the communion there. Even though I know the reason why they were doing it there, I said, I can't do this. I will never let, I will never let liquor touch my lips. Now, there, now there, there's a way to do in that. But, but just wait, wait, wait one moment here. Okay. The person said to me, the person that was there said to me, that's a religious spirit. No. Well, he's obviously that person's wrong, but. Right. Yeah. But, and they said it openly. And everybody knows, everybody knows that I never drink liquor and I never will. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. I never have, never, never, never have. Uh, you know what? Okay. There's a little bit of, there's. 10 years old, I had a glass of wine, and that was it. When I was 10 years old. Are you confessing? <laughs> it's 42 years late, but I'm confessing. Jeez. I had a glass of wine. All right. And I, I, don't never, think you're, I don't think you're going to be held accountable for that. Never again have I ever let liquor touch my lips, and it's going to be that way for the rest of my life. There is a way to handle that on your end that could have probably prevented that. I'm, I'm not that, sure no, what yeah. the issue was. Okay, I, I, okay, I, I, okay. You tell me how it how okay. I would have handled. So if you're going into a situation, house building, whatever, and they're going to do communion, okay, and they're and you don't you don't plainly see grape juice somewhere in that facility, mm-hmm. but they have something that's purple in there or of so of sort, right? The first thing I'm going to do if I don't I don't partake in liquor, alcoholic beverages, that ask. 
Excuse me, real quick question. Yeah, to the community you're, you're, you're distributing, is that real wine? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I I don't I don't drink wine. You know, um, would it be you know is it too much of a of a hassle? You know, if you have big or something, I'd be more than happy to take me if you guys just can't be like. The situation that I was in at that moment there didn't uh, didn't afford me the opportunity because there was straight to it. It was something that was just not planned, but it happened. Right, it just happened. Okay. You know? well. So. In that, but in that situation, there. Let me just make the, the. Let me just mention this. Everybody knows what my stance is. So that. So. Okay. They they knew what my stance was. You, <laughs> they knew what. We, we have got to go to break. <laughs> Wait, we can't go on a break now. We're having too much fun. Oh. Let, all right. For just a bit of a. Well, I guess we'll have to clarify yeah, when we're we get already gone over. So. Have we already gone over? Yes. Call us. Call us up, 833-586-6218. Give us a call. Let's talk about this. Let's say, question of the of the week. How do you feel about partaking in drinking? Is it a major standard? Is it a personal conviction? Or is it all out just wrong? Give us a call. Five. Give us a call. 833 Five eight six six two one eight. We'll be back shortly. Me in check when I think I'm too high. He 
the comforter that comforts me forever, amen. And he loves to embrace me again and again. He is the power of God, and he cannot be stopped. You mess around with God's anointing, and you might just drop. It was the Holy Ghost that raised Christ from the dead, and now he's seated on the right hand of my dead. And also by his power, he shall raise the right righteous one. And in the twinkling of an eye, he'll look just like our son. But you can blaspheme the Father and the Son and still pray. But you blaspheme the Holy Ghost and you will never be saved. Now if you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands up. If you feel with the Spirit, stomp your feet like on you. If you feel with the Spirit, dance around the dead. If you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands up. If you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands up. If you feel with the Spirit, stomp your feet like on you. Listen to me, all of you. We have powers now, like Johnny said, superhuman powers. More power than anyone has ever possessed before. Like Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts. They thought they could get away with lying to the Holy Ghost and they just collapsed. The Holy Ghost is God and he's holy, my friend. He's not loud nor pushy, but he's a gentleman. Also for the Holy Ghost, my body is very plain and very simple. Not for love, for fornication, because my body is tense. I'm taking heed to the lyrics that my ears have heard to keep my body clean. I can't defile God's church. This was by that power that the whole earth was laid. In the exact specifications to the plan God laid. Salvation came by grace. But when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, it builds your faith. The Holy Ghost is available to every race. But in order to receive it, you must first be saved. And when you have it, you got to keep the devil out. Because the Holy Spirit cannot reside within no dirty hot Come on, yeah. If you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands up. If you feel with the Spirit, stop your feet. If you feel with the Spirit, dance around my day.
conduct myself with dignity as I press toward the mark. Being a light to all my sisters in the world so dark. Step up in the club, show some love to all these thugs. Trying to holler at poop, homie was. I ain't come to get my Mac on, I believe I was sick. To drop some knowledge on your collar, hoping you might repent. Assure with some knowledge to get, getting still. I'm gonna preach the word to the day that I live and still. Give praise to my father, he's the maker. Coming up on all you fools and you hate, you hate.
Yes, 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 yes. The house that Pentecost built. The, the Wednesday night house party is back with your boy Blue and DJ Noplo. Oh my gosh, who is in the house right now? Give us a call, 833-586-6218. Be a part of the conversation. It is the bomb of the hour right now, so we definitely want to get the calls in, get people. Who is in the house right now? Yeah. There she is. I got her on the board. Uh, there you go. You. Now we hear you. All right. Okay, Miss Melanie, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good, doing good. I'm, I'm in the process of leaving Dorling, looking for another job. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sad to hear that you're leaving, but I'm happy for you that you're moving on to better things. Well, it's, uh, the security department is cool. Well, <laughs> you ain't got to convince me of that one. <laughs> yeah, they ran you off. They ran you off, and uh, I'm right behind you out the door. Well, as soon as I get me another job, it's a long story, but I'm, it's I'm, a messed up thing. On yes, yes, Go ahead. It, it's a lot of corruption and in, in, in stuff, and um, you know, I. What I, what I like to do is I like to get your perspective on something because I'm not sure if you've been listening, but if you have, we've been talking about perspective and personal sin and general sin. Okay? Absolutely. And we were talking about drinking and what you would do if you seen a brother or sister of the Lord at a bar or at a place having a beverage that you may or may not know is alcoholic or not. How would you approach that? And I know you're a woman of God, so and I know you you hold no bar, no uh, bars to be held. So, what would you do if you seen a brother or sister partaking in something that you may think is an alcoholic beverage or something some type of sin? How would you approach that? Well, see, the operative word here is "I may think." I don't know exactly what they're drinking, but if I knew for sure, because that it's for alcohol because I've had my great little thrill of alcohol myself. I, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Alcohol is dangerous. But if I were to uh, approach them or kiss them out at a public venue with a alcohol in their hand, and I know it's alcohol, and they claim to be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit now. Come on now. You're not going to do that. Now, I know some people take wine with dinner. But when you drink it and call yourself relaxing, that's just an excuse. Mm. And if you're drinking to get drunk, and you you know that's a sin. If you got, if, you know, because that's what I used to do. Drink to get drunk. But it's feeling of euphoria. You know that's wrong. Like I said, some people do take wine with dinner, but they, you know, they're not drinking at that time with dinner to get drunk. So there's, so there is a thing but called casual drinking. Huh? So that's 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 what society would consider a casual drink is having a beverage during a meal. Or uh, or a like you know if you're at a get together you have you happen to have you know a can of beer or or a glass of wine or something that's that 
social drinking or casual drinking is would, would that be a problem okay social drinking yes ma'am okay like that could that could be you may not start out wanting to get drunk but you having such a good time with uh socializing the next thing you know you've had three to four five six glasses of wine and you feeling the buzz on Woo! Let me just say that. Okay, wow. it'll sneak up on you. That's what the devil. That's what the devil wants. <clears throat> you know, rock star Nikki Six of Motley Crue. He had a bad heroin habit. He, by the grace of God, he kicked his heroin habit, and he don't even drink alcohol anymore. Mm. And he said that there's no alcohol in Nikki Six's house. Mm. Well, there, there you go, and. You know, let me let me just mention this to you, to to you there too. That um, that here's here's the thing. All right, social. Why are we even? Let's just be be realistic here. Why are we even talking about things that we that we find? Uh, you know, oh, this is my personal thing over here. This is my personal thing over here, and over here and over there. Listen, our job is to not go ahead and find out how much we can sin and get away with it. Our job is to find out how to get closer to Jesus and move in his direction there. And it's, we, you know, Amen. This, Amen. this was, this was, uh, when, when, let's just give you an example. Okay. When Wells Fargo was a, was an actual stagecoach at the time. All right. Years ago. All right. Back in the 1800s. There was an interview that was sent out for all these stagecoach drivers there to sit there and say, uh, all right, you know, how good are you at, at, at uh, driving the stagecoach around sharp turns? And, uh, you know, like if you, if you had to go up a, a certain hillside there and you had to do a sharp turn and all these other people were saying, hey, you know what? We're, uh, we can get this close to the edge over here, but we're so good, we can make it. We still do it and, and we're very good at that. We can get right up to the edge and that's it. And there was this one person that was interviewed that said they the, they asked him what do you do when you get around uh, when you're going around the edges he says i get as far away from it as i can the man got the job because the man understood that it isn't the job of to be so good that you can get so close to the edge and then not go over your job is to stay away from the edge as far as possible so the whole, exactly. the, the whole thing is here. Listen, we can we can discuss social drinking. We can discuss social so, social cigarettes. We can discuss all of these things here. The whole bottom line is is that we need to go ahead and get away from things as regardless, even the appearance of evil, even the appearance of that evil. There, not evil in itself, but even the appearance of evil. We need to be working on getting away as far as that from that as far as possible. It's not an issue of, oh, do I think this is right? Do I think that is right? It's the issue of, listen, you know what? Is this going to cause my witness to fall? Is, is it? Then I need to stop what it is. But they're exactly right. But the devourer seeks an entrance. And he gets an entrance through the quote-unquote social drinking. Okay, that's a toehold. Then he makes up, he takes it to a foothold. Then it becomes a stranglehold. Then it becomes a death hole. 
He seeks an entrance into your life. Hey, Miss Melanie, I'm telling you right now, I wish I had you on every show. Boy, you are you are a fireball. Love it. Melanie, we love you, man. You are awesome. You are awesome. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I love this show. Yeah, I, you know, it. this is the thing about it. I like to... Okay, I'm going to use a word I use a lot. I like to perpetuate a topic because it brings flavorful thoughts to a situation. Of course we know it's wrong. Of course we know it's a problem. But if you don't get suggestive feedback, how are you going to explain it in a context that makes sense? Of course drinking is not good to do if you're a believer in the Lord. However, your personal conviction is different than the whole deal because to you it may be wrong to somebody else it may not be wrong you see what i'm saying but we right. know as a whole right. in the faith it is wrong but is it our job to go up to somebody and say you're wrong it all depends upon let me let me get to the script this let is me, why the holy spirit is so important this is do, okay. do, do we do we not do we lose that concept let, let me share let me share what the word says here because jesus actually addressed this issue here okay, now go ahead. i'm not talking about going ahead and finding out oh you know you've got this petty little sin here with your petty little sin over there yeah all sin is uh, all sin is important to, to be taken care of okay but there's some issues that we just don't fight over okay like you know what i like to watch wrestling okay and you, you know what have fooled I, me I, I, <laughs> Now, to other people there, there's a certain person that uh, that I know that doesn't watch wrestling because it causes him to go in a direction that he doesn't want to go in. So that's sinful. All right. So, so, so that. So I'm not talking about those personal things there. But exactly. This is what it says here in okay. the word. Okay. Now we're talking about sins that are absolutely obvious there, and that that any Christian knows that you should not be doing. And this is what Jesus said. He said. If your brother shall trespass against you, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. First of all, you approach him and, you know, like the issue there when we were talking about if I found somebody in the uh, in a, uh, a bar. No, I would not go ahead and approach him at that moment. I'm not talking about a bar, though, because a bar is, is, is too conspicuous. Right. Okay, if you walk into a bar and you see somebody drinking at the bar, what in the world are you doing in the bar? It's like you going into a, a girly club. Well, Come it's, on. it's just if you, a, if you it's walk, a hypothetical if, if situation. If you walk into a... Miss Melanie... Are you, you still if, there, Miss Melanie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm so... Still here. So if you walk into a restaurant that has, like, Applebee's, Chili's, whatever, and there's a bar in there, okay, you walk in to have a meal, and you see someone who's of the faith at the bar having a beverage. Okay? I would not approach him at that moment, no. Exactly. What are you going to do? It, 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 Nothing. You're going to do wait, nothing wait, at hold that on, moment. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. All right. So, but if that if that person was my friend, mm -hmm. I would go ahead and I would, I would, at a time that is appropriate, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, there you okay, to bring it up Where and is say... It? Where is it? Where is it? I'm sorry, Miss Melanie. I have to do it. Amen. To say to them, and this is how oh, I would handle and, it. And Melanie gets this too. Amen. Amen. Okay. And discuss that with them and say, listen. Exactly, that's right. I would approach them at a time when I'm moved by the Holy Spirit. I wouldn't go up to them mm -hmm. while they're sitting at the bar doing their thing. That's not the time. Right. And I wouldn't be, uh, you can't 
using accusatory tone. Just wait, because you don't know. You don't know what's going on. That's what I was looking for, Miss Melanie. Thank you. Accusatory tone. Thank you for the wording. There's, there's no accusatory tone there, and that and that would not be the attention the attention in that there. Thank you, Miss Melanie. I didn't. I, I couldn't think of the way of putting that. You you yeah. helped me there. But the my important thing is is that yes, of course. is that right? Absolutely, Melanie. Now I would not go ahead and approach somebody in an accusatory tone. There you go. But I would approach that person with the with the with saying, you know, hey, listen. I saw you doing something here. I'm just going to mention to you about it because I'm concerned about it. And that's different. That, that is, that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's, I'm concerned. That's what we're saying. Not, you know, I don't think this is right. I have a conviction about it. I think you're doing something wrong. No, I wouldn't approach it that way. Okay, that's. Thank you, Lord, for that provision. <laughs> okay, so we we've been discussing this the whole show, and I've been trying to get the wording right so that people understand all around the world if you're a believer in the faith and you if, if you ghost walk you walk in the faith in the word in the lord there is a way to approach things with discernment with the holy spirit that is different and, than christian culture conviction and it has to come with discernment but and, and it's right because you have to be that person's heart has to be right to for you to receive what for them to receive what you're going to say right so this all it, it it's it's not a one it's not a cookie cutter approach and I keep using that word cookie cutter but it's not a cookie cutter approach there to uh, to uh, you know because that's just not how God works let me let, let's give let, you an example let, let, here let's I don't, I don't mean to cut you off okay. yeah time is limited Got I it. do want to let Melanie speak on her perspective on that but while we have her Melanie what do you what do you think about that what do you think about what we're speaking about when it comes to that type of thing Melody. Like he said, you know, you just tell this person at a different time, I saw you do this and I'm concerned. You know, like, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here and I'm prayed up for you and me both. <laughs> Jeez. That's why you approach him, but don't approach him like being there. Leave him alone. Don't even let him know that you're there and you saw him. Just walk on by, like, you know, just get, get, get him alone at another time. There you go. That's how to do it. And, and above and beyond everything, do it everything in love. I want everyone around that's listening to this show, whether it's now on Wednesday house party or it's Friday or Monday, please listen to what me, Miss Melanie, and No Floor are speaking about. We are not talking about this ritualistic, judgmental culture that is floating out there. We're talking about the sermon in the Holy Spirit, approaching at appropriate times, and being a decent human being. Treat people with decency even in the sin. Because once you're once a person is out of the sin at that moment, you can talk to that person. You can have a brother and brother such, such a conversation. And you can get down to the brass tacks of what's really going on. If that person really is enjoying something, or they're going through something. You'll figure that out at, at, in due time. But let the Holy Spirit lead you. Let it be a discernment and decency, not judgment and conviction. You get what Amen. I'm saying? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Miss Melanie. Man, you, I, man, you, you are, you are predestined to be on this show today. <laughs> Amen. We well, love. I'm glad I Go ahead, go ahead, Miss Melanie. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm glad that I caught you. I had fallen asleep for a minute there. Oh, okay. But I caught you, praise God, and I put my, I got to talk to you all tonight, which is a good thing. 
Wait, God but, bless me wait, now. Wait, Miss Melanie, did you say you were falling asleep? Did, did, <laughs> did you? Well, we got to step. We got to step up our game, then. Man. Yeah, we got to get more. We got to get more interesting and more vibrant. We got to step it up a little bit. We there. can't have Miss Melanie snoozing on us. That, Come on now. That 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 tells me that no. Snoozing on the old house party. I'm thinking, well, we don't get enough no, off. I'm like, okay, well, you know. And I won't come sometime after you had come on. If that's the case, Miss Melanie, and if, if I want to step it up a little bit, huh? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 I didn't know. Y'all are anything but boring. I would never go to Queen Wolf. <laughs> See, here we go. The house party is in effect, and Miss Melanie's rocking the house. Amen. Oh my goodness, I had to do that because I don't want to be known as Snooze Town. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be known as the house. Oh man, it's it's beautiful. I'm just messing around. It's beautiful to to hear you come on here and you know you you've helped us out. You've given us some uh, some much needed direction and some stuff. And you know your perspective is always appreciated and, and honored. Well, I'm so glad to have this outlet to speak to the public, to speak to you all. And you all, I know you're, you're about to go out there. Stay prayed up, Christian, because our brothers and sisters are being persecuted all over the world Absolutely. for their beliefs in Jesus and God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm being persecuted in the workplace mm-hmm. by a certain fellow security officer. And uh, I'm praying up for but um, through her, she had shown me other devils in the workplace. Oh, yeah. That's the truth there. That's the truth. But I'm praying up for all the people there. Absolutely. Well, I am. I am. Go and tell us. Jesus said, you know, this world hated our beloved Savior Jesus. It hated him so much that it killed him. Now, if this world killed him, we can't expect it to kill us. That's right. Absolutely. Well, before you get off off the phone with us, we're going to pray for you, okay? Amen. Thank you. All right. Father, right now we we ask you right now by way of the Holy Spirit to strengthen Melanie, strengthen her spirit, strengthen her discernment, strengthen her decisions, and open doors for her so she can find the right place that you want her to be so she can be the most effective. We ask this. We ask her for peace, love, and obviously accountability. But above all else, doors open and the rivers of living water to flow through her. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 I appreciate that prayer. Absolutely. And don't be a stranger. Give us a call next week. Be part of this house party. We love having you on. Amen. We love you, man. I will, Blue. I will, Brother Blue. Absolutely, man. We love you and thank you so much. What's that other brother's name? I'm DJ No Flow. No Flow. No. DJ no flow. <laughs> DJ no flow. Long, I love y'all, man. I really do. A long story. We'll talk about DJ it later. No flow. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. I'll, I'll talk to y'all next week. All right. All right. We love you. We lo- I love y'all. God bless. God bless. Bye bye. Well, Miss Melanie, yeah. she's awesome. She's beautiful. She's beautiful there. Yeah, Miss Melanie, that was a great call. Once again, you know, before we end the show, because we're coming down to our last dime um 
Happy birthday to my wife, Lucille, Sally, happy birthday. Tomorrow's her birthday, but we're live on the air now, so we're just gonna say it out there and put it out there. Let me go one more time to this. Where is it at? There it is. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sally. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, she, she's actually entering the studio right now. She, she has entered. She's in the studio. She's entered in here. Okay, so. Ooh, Let me, Sally, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be awesome. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring for the last ten minutes. We're gonna we're gonna have a little conversation with her. <laughs> okay. There we wow. go. Oh. All right, oh, I'm, I'm hearing. We're, we're hearing our I'm show. I'm hearing though. an echo right there. Oh, she now she looks gorgeous because she's wearing Dodgers. Oh come on, please, oh, no, please, please, spare me. Okay, let me make sure the microphone's on. I think yep. somebody's got their phone on there, right? And that's why we're getting the echo on there. All right. See, this is live, folks. This is real. You get no live than this. Yeah, this is what this is what we deal with here. So, hi, Usil. Hello, everyone. Oh, okay. she's live with us. For the last ten minutes, we get Usil. Woohoo! So, Sally. Yes. Is it okay if I call you Sally? This yes. boy blue over there always has an issue there with me calling him by his real name. Okay. Amen. You know? <laughs> so. That's fine. They both are real names. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Lucille is her real name. <laughs> it's her, it's her, it's her maiden name, bro. Maiden. Oh, is that your maiden name? I yeah. see. I didn't know that. I did. But I go by. I did. I I I didn't know that. There. Unbelievable. I I didn't know. Sorry, but you know, I only know you as by your current last name at this moment right now. So. <laughs> It's a house party of who's sealing it. Yes, yes. So we're talking okay. about it. We, we, were we were discussing with Miss Melanie. You and Miss Melanie were just. Yes, I heard her. Oh, man. Miss Melanie, who still heard you. My wife heard you. You know? Yes. That's when I want to come in when she was I'm like, no, I wanted to hear her too. <laughs> okay, one more time because she's in the studio with us. You ready? I'm ready. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sally. Happy birthday to you. You messed that up. Yes. You did. Thank you. You, know, oh, you were not a were not in time. Okay, don't mess up tomorrow. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't mess up tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, all right. So while we're getting the, uh, this is unexpected here. So while we're getting that all set up there. Uh-huh. Right, so so. We, I think we come to the conclusion that... It, it's, it boils down to... It boils down to... We're waiting. We're still having technical difficulties here. <laughs> yeah, okay. we're setting her up. All right. Okay. Okay, so All right. it boils down to discernment. If you find someone doing something that may not be so holy, obviously, we're going to use discernment in that. Yes. Okay? Yes. We're going to walk with peace yes. we'll discuss it with the person at a later time yes. when the holy spirit guides us to do so yes bottom line so Correct. i'm gonna read this real quickly and get it over with okay? 
Yeah, we did forget about the yeah. uh, about the baseline. So the, com so the commentary between my shield and Psalms 33 is this. David cries out to the Lord while being pursued by many enemies. Others are telling him the situation is hopeless, that he cannot be delivered from his trouble. However, David testifies that the Lord is his shield and deliverer. He says the Lord answered him from the site of Mount Zion. This answer to prayer led to good night sleeps and confidence that had him that do nothing to fear from his many foes. He closes the Psalms by declaring that the Lord had slain his enemies in the past and would would do so again. The Lord would strike down David's enemies with crushing blows to the head. He knew the Lord delivers those who trust in him. So he speaks or asks the Lord to bless his people. Lord's your shield. The Lord's your shield. How do you feel about that? Being your shield. Absolutely. He protects me of everything. He, I give everything to him. He is my answer. He's my go-to. If I'm in tune, I could get I could get my answer by him. And when I, I'm not sure about something, like if I'm not sure I'm approaching someone, I go to him and I tell him because if I go hot heated, if I'm just like walk up to someone and just I'm just hot heated, I might say the wrong thing. And that's not the God thing. Mm -hmm. That's not what he wants us to do. Then how am I going to represent him if I'm going to be negative to everyone else? So I have to calm down. I have to talk and I have to like just pray on it. And then he'll lead me how to talk to them and when to talk to them. But it's not on my time. It's going to be his time. Nice. And, and, that, and the reason being for that, as we uh, discussed uh, during the break there, is that because the person's heart needs to be ready to receive what you have to say. And, and we have to wait for the right time for the Holy Spirit to move upon us there to do that and address it. So, and that's, that is the, the, the most important thing so that we can receive the word. And I've been rebuked. I think we all have at some many point. Many times. Yeah. Okay, I've got the scars to prove it too. And I mean good scars. I don't mean bad scars. You know, I've got the, it, it altered my personality there when I was rebuked there because it was for the right reason. Right. So we have, one, we, have, we have one few minutes. Let's get into salvation. Get that knocked out so we can uh, we can you know close the show out in perfection. Absolutely. So here's yes. the deal. All right. The whole thing is about serving Jesus. Yes. And living for Him on a daily basis, sir. Yes. We 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 don't have you know time to go ahead and deal with uh, with not doing that because you never know when you could when your last moment could be. Right. You don't know that. Right. And you've got every person that's within the sound of my voice right now has a lot to live for. You've got a lot to live for there. Absolutely. And, and you have, no matter where you are starting in life, whether it be, whether you be 10 years old, 12 years old, whether you be 80 years old listening to us, you can start a new life through Christ. It's very simple. And you can let him live inside of you. Let him live big inside of you, okay? Let him live everything inside of you. If that's you right now and you're hearing me right now, just mm -hmm. say, just say Jesus. Jesus. We're gonna make it, you know, just say Jesus. You gotta come into my life. Come into my life. You gotta be my Lord and my Savior. Be my Lord and my Savior. I wanna live for you. I wanna live for you. And I'm gonna do it from now on. I'm gonna do it from now on. Jesus, forgive Jesus, me. Forgive me. Of my sins. Of my sins. Forgive Wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Make me new again. Make me new again. Save me. Save me. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. In your precious name. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. My so, goodness. It Good has stuff. been quite a show. It yes. has been a show. Absolutely. We got to end the show with Usil. Yes. 
Oh, and, I love that. And Lucille, you are going to get him to take you somewhere tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah, I heard, I heard the, all the plans. Oh, yeah, a whole laundry <laughs> list of plans. Oh, she has the right. plans, bro. She has all she, the plans. Yeah, that's why I knew I, I, knew I was like going to put him in a I'm situation. Like I'm with the pinky that's getting... <laughs> I knew I was going to put you in a situation there where I went ahead and I, and I asked what you're going to do because I knew she was listening. Okay. Of course she is. She's some two monitors Listen, herself. You didn't. You hardly messed up on any words today. So I had to get you somewhat. He did earlier, though. He messed up earlier. I yeah, heard he that. Did. He did. Uh, yes, hey, you did. Man. Okay. That's man, right. Anything you want to end with? Jesus is Lord, and that's all that's going to matter. All right. Lucille, anything in? Is he's your go-to? That's who you go to first. Okay. And for me, like always, Pentecost, because he paid it. We'll see you next week, y'all. Much love. Adios. Love you. Take these in the house.